Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me this morning. Andrew Perry from The Daily Reel, live here in the TCN studios in Brampton. Today, I have a very special guest. Today, I have Dr. Baha'i, uh, director of, what was that? Um, your chiropractor yep, and right. your director of? The Intelligent Health Group in Brampton. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, you know, we had a last-minute cancellation, and I'm so glad, uh, you know, uh, we'll have our next guest in later, but I'm happy. This is a happy uh, time for me because I get to meet you. I was checking out uh, what you're doing uh, on Instagram and on Facebook, and you're doing a lot of really amazing things. Um, would you mind just kind of, just a quick little intro about yourself and just kind of tell the audience uh, what you're all about, man? Yeah. Thank, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Of uh, course. Last minute, but, uh, you know, I was put out that uh, I wanted to kind of be on a podcast and start my own thing. So this is awesome that you brought that opportunity up. So a yep. uh, quick background on myself, uh, born and raised in Markham Scarborough, uh, moved up to Richmond Hill and Vaughan, um, kind of grew up wanting to just help people, like you mentioned, yep. but in a different capacity. I wanted to make people wear their, their you know, full potential inside, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that we all uh, might lack or just don't know about. Um, so I grew up wanting to help people and uh, got into the health industry, fitness and all that. Um, but yep. I was also involved in the military as well as a kid, uh, really? being in the air cadet system, yeah, which oh. I'm very grateful for because just really developed me into who I am now. Mm -hmm. So I owe a lot of credit to that. And uh, you know, from 12 to 19 was in the cadet system. And then after high school, I had two avenues to go through either military or you know, kind of get into health and fitness. So yep. went to health and fitness, um, did my undergrad at U of T at uh, you know, downtown. Got into chiropractic college, and uh, you know, four years went by, and then I'm like, okay, it's the real world now. What do I do? <laughs> and, hit uh, you like a ton of bricks. Hit you like a ton <laughs> of bricks because you're like, okay, now I got bills to pay, student yeah. loan, this, that. Uh, trying to navigate and figuring yourself out too, right? Um, so for the next uh, two and a half years after Cairo school, uh, did multiple gigs all across the GTA, working six, seven clinics at one time, seven days a week, uh, robotic grind, grind, grind mode, and then uh, opportunity came to take over a practice in Brampton. Yeah. Uh, and so October 2018, that happened. Great. And now I'm just on a mission to impact as many people in the community, but also um, globally, to mm -hmm. put it that way, you know, as many people globally as possible by just providing the message of um, just kind of finding your inner potential through health, wellness, and um, getting you to the best possible version of yourself you could possibly be. Right. So what kind of, um, like what kind of schooling goes into becoming a doctor yep. of a, cry a chiropractic? Yep. So uh, you have to have an undergraduate degree to begin with. Um, you know, no, no matter what program you're into, whether it's either kinesiology, health, or fitness, I had some colleagues who were doing psychology or social work. Yep. Um, but then you do uh, four years. It's a four-year program in Canada. Three years are, you know, study, so they're more book-based. And then your last year is a clinical rotation where you're in the real world in different clinics uh, associated with the school or the college, um, getting your hours in as, a, as an intern, getting right. your experience. Um, that's very important, right? Because there's a difference between looking in a book and then actually talking to people, right? Because then it really hits you like, wait, I got to know how to talk to people too, mm -hmm. right? This is not just looking into a book and flipping pages, um, really establishing right. that connection with the patient and because uh, that work it comes down to just trust mm -hmm. getting to know the patient and that just establishes your rapport with them right uh, which is crucial to any doctor patient relationship yeah well it's, it's crucial uh, you know in terms of 
any business owner, no matter sorry, no matter what the business is, if you're right. a business owner or you know if you're dealing on the front lines, you, you got to learn how to not only deal with your patients but deal with employees and things like that. Yeah, you got it. Um, so where where did you grow up? Like, where did this start for you? Where did the you know desire to help people stem from? You know what? You're the first person to really ask me that, and I think now that you you asked me that, I think it came from my grandmother. Um, yeah. My grandmother, as she got older, you know. Um, she, you know, she was getting more ill as time progressed, and I think that really hit me because it just allowed me to uh, really um, make a connection with her and just realize, like, I just really wanted to help her. And I just found that I had such joy in just helping her, whether it was talking uh, to her or just taking care of her or being with her. Mm -hmm. I just really noticed that I really enjoyed it. And then yeah. from there on, I'm like, you know what? It just, I guess, exposed or unlocked that that giving um, or sense of helping people. So I think it was really through my grandmother that that first came out. And then it just uh, built up, built up, built up. And uh, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, the cadets you, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, how much did that kind of help you, um, you know, kind of p prepare for this life of helping people? Yeah. Um, so to be honest, I'm, I'm such an introvert. Um, I kind of wear two hats, like when I'm with yeah, people, yeah. I'm a different person, but deep down, I'm just more into myself. I'm very quiet uh, in my own head most of the time, just really listening more than talking. Mm -hmm. um, but the cadet system definitely made me, you know, whether through public speaking, discipline, um, you know, just itinerary, scheduling and all that, it really just helped me structure my life and just really mm -hmm. develop interpersonal relationships and getting to talk to people, building confidence, discipline mm -hmm. and all that. Um, so that's kind of where my character development really began, I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, so you, you got out of school. Um, you started, I guess you started, where did you do your residency? So uh, in chiropractic college, I did uh, the first, yeah, my, in my internship, the first six months was at the, the school. Okay. We have a clinic in the school, and then the other six months was uh, external. So it was at Sherbourne, uh, um, Sherbourne Clinic downtown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So seeing two different uh, patient type of populations really kind of exposed me to what was, you know, what was going to be out there mm -hmm. in the, you know, once I got out. Yeah. And so now you're in Brampton. Did you say you had the opportunity to purchase the business or, or were you working there before? Yeah. So I was working with the uh, chiropractor uh, and, uh, you know, the opportunity came to take over and, uh, you know, take over the practice. And uh, at first I was kind of like, whoa, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Right. But That's really, we, we don't really know when we're ready. We just, sometimes it just feels right. Sometimes for me, I'm just like an all or nothing type of guy, right? So if something presents itself, just like today, I'm like, yeah. I'm in, I'm in, right? Because like, we'll go on another avenue, life's too short, right? That cliche thing, but you never know what's going to happen or the next day. So every opportunity that kind of comes to me, I try my best to make it happen. I Absolutely. I'm more of like a yes, yes, yes type of guy, right? Yeah. Like, let me think about it. Uh, I'm too busy. No, like, let's just make it happen now. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that opportunity came and I'm like, I actually had to think about it because it was a big decision and it took me about a day or two and I'm like, Let's go, right? So then mm -hmm. phone calls started to happen, paperwork, this, that, and then all within a span of three months, boom, opening day came, mm -hmm. and then here we are. Yeah, well, you know what? It, it's it's really great to have that type of an attitude. Um, you know, it, it, and you can relate that even to the real estate industry where a lot of buyers, and myself included, when I was a kid, I was scared, scared yeah. to buy a house, really yeah. scared. Yeah. But honestly, once you, once you do it, like, you make your, you know, your your first initial payment, like your closing costs, and then you're a homeowner. It's done, yeah, right? It's done. And if I took my own my my advice now, if I could give myself, you know, advice from uh, when I was a kid, 
I would have made a couple hundred grand but when when the market took off. I had an opportunity to buy a home for two seventy. I yeah. didn't take it because I was scared, and that same house sold last year for like over six hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. So it, it's crazy. But have you ever read that book? I forget the author now. Uh, five second rule. Uh, you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. The five second rule where like you're lying in bed and it takes you five seconds to like get up. Is that was that no, by the female author? No, no okay, I, I, I honestly can't remember. But um, the, the whole premise behind the five second rule is to make your decision within the first five seconds. So if you say you are going to do something or if, you know, oh, my God, I need to call a client. Oh, my God, I forgot to send this. Oh, my God, I got to do this, yeah, do this, yeah, do this. Yeah. You know, you, you make these quick decisions or else you're not going to ever follow through. And I'm not saying you shouldn't think about the decisions that you're making, yeah, but the whole yeah. premise is, is, is do what you say you're going to do yeah. and do it now or else you may not have that opportunity later, yeah. right? So two things on that point. Um, same thing when it comes to clinical experience or patient experience. The, the patient's going to decide um, if they're going to stay at that clinic or not within the first five to seven seconds as soon as they walk in, right? Yeah. So th that's one yeah. avenue to look at it. But also, uh, you know, I'll shoot Gary Vee into this. Um, talks about uh, micro speed macro patients, yeah. right? So making those quick uh, decisions on the spot, but also being patient long term. Yeah. In the process of whatever you're doing, business. Uh, you know, growing a business or anything, right? It takes a long time, mm -hmm. but it takes micro decisions to be on the fly because, you know, we live in such a quick, 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 fast-paced mode these days. Absolutely. Um, and it's not easy, right, to making quick decisions because depending on the amount of baggage you have on you, mm -hmm. whether it's family or, or whatever you're dealing with, um, there could be other factors involved in those decisions. Yep. But uh, if you have that clarity in, in your mind just to kind of, you know, depending on your mindset to make those decisions, I think it's so crucial to... Yeah, to, just to do execute. Well, if you're not going to make those decisions, there's going to be somebody else right behind you that will. Yeah, yeah and uh, sure. so we're we're going to take a little quick break here. Uh, but when we come back, uh, we were talking off air about something that I want to bring up. Right when we come back, with so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing, and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt. But your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Okay, guys, we're back. Thank you very much uh, for tuning in with us again. I really appreciate that. So, so off air, we we're kind of talking about, um, you know, people have goals, right? Whether it's a, a, 
you know, a 24-hour goal, a seven-day goal, a 12-month goal, 10-year plan. Um, we all have in our minds uh, essentially a time frame of when we want to accomplish certain things. So you, my friend, were, were giving yourself a five-year plan, yeah. but you completed that in what, two and a half? Yeah, by, you know, two and a half. So funny thing is, as soon as I got out of school, I wanted to test out the waters to see what reality really looked like in terms of practice and all that. And then the first year, so I'm like, hey, you know, I'm an associate. I'm working at different clinics. I think I want to own my own place or start my own business in about five years. Yeah. I gave that cushion about five-year window to get my own practice going right. and all that. And then, um, like I just said, when opportunity comes, it comes. So within, you know, two and a half year mark, the opportunity came and... Um, and then it just happened. Uh, that five year got condensed into 2.5, and I had to kind of recalibrate my my mind, right, in terms of oh, I'm kind of ahead of my schedule now. Mm -hmm. um, am I ready for this? Am I ready to take this on? And then I just, you know, like I just went for it, mm -hmm. did it, and you know, eight months passed, seven months passed by right now, and I'm just glad that everything happened the way it did. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just gotta just trust the yeah. process and just let it be. So yeah, so so walk me through that. Walk me through that. You. You're two and a half years in. Um, now, I, I know I, I, we can relate a lot because I'm a type of guy, anybody who's watching this podcast who knows me, I'm the type of guy that um, I will move as quick as possible, sometimes a little too fast yeah. to take what I want. Yeah. Um, so, for example, I knew that when I started at LA Fitness, I was a salesperson, I wanted to be a GM. And I accomplished that in a matter of months. And yep. it's just about pushing yourself. But on the other hand, um, you know, when I moved home from Edmonton, I said, okay, I'm going to quit my job, even though my son's almost two months old. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start in a totally different industry. And I'm going to crush it. And I'm going to make money. And we're going to buy our first house. Yeah. And so what accompanies that ambition is also fear. So can you can you tell yeah. uh, you, can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the fears that you had to deal with and overcome? Yeah, this was kind of like uh, fear is a, a great word, but fear you know fear is something that we kind of make up in our head that might not even happen in, in the right. future. Absolutely. So the way I look at fear is that it's just a thought in your head that uh, it could be, it could be, but you you waste your time and energy thinking about what could be and it doesn't happen. You're like. Man, I could have used that energy to actually focus on the now. Oh my God, I love that. Right? So I use fear as just kind of like uh, an imaginary thing. It's real. Fear is real, but it's about how your mind interprets it. Now, being becoming a business owner, it's more about vulnerability and risk. The right. risk versus reward. Right. I can tell you about maybe five major risks about being a business owner is obviously, you know, just coming from a business conference uh, on Thursday, Friday downtown, uh, Accelerate Live. Uh, being a clinic owner, there's a lot more risk than reward. The reward is more long-term, but there's immediate risk involved. And it's a matter of, are you willing to take that risk? So um, liability is one, expensive business loan, unsure of a steady patient income in terms of uh, pe people coming through the door, um, uh, you know, employees, staff, restructuring, there's a lot of risk involved. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, am I ready to do this? Um, but my reward outweighed the risk, because I knew that my reward isn't coming now, it's gonna come later. Mm -hmm. And I was just willing to be patient enough to see that reward. So obviously having the vision of how your finish line looks is yep. very important because if you don't have a finish line at the end, you don't know what you're looking towards or what your end goal is. You can't really structure your journey there. So for me, my reward, if you were to ask me, and I actually realized this this weekend at the conference, why am I doing this? The why? Mm. There's always the why. Why am I risking so much to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when when a lot, a lot of people are doing this, right? They're just comfortable in their zone. 
but really your comfort zone is your danger zone because if you stay there for too long you're just you're gonna life's literally gonna fly by absolutely so getting back to my point the why why am i doing this why are we like why are you doing what you do mm -hmm. for me the why just came to me um one of the, the speakers of the conference he showed a picture of his daughter uh having her first ice cream cone right mm -hmm. and he captured that moment he was there to experience he that was there he was there so that hit me i'm like you know what my my why is just time i want to i want to be able to pick up my my kids in the future i want to drop them off to school and i want to pick them up every day from mm -hmm. grade whatever like when are, when, do they, when do they start school kindergarten yeah rather. daycare whatever like i want to begin at that moment until they're like sick of me mm -hmm. because i want to be there for those moments so that's my why i want to be able to pick up my kids and drop them off each and every day mm -hmm. and my why is just time right just yep time we're just so uh we're programmed into our lives these days that we forget hey mm -hmm. we also got a life to live we got a job to do yep okay but that job doesn't have to be uh you know mundane another thing is like we question our monday to friday because we we live for the weekends right live for the weekend but why do you have to why do you have to wait till friday you have to question your monday to monday to thursday yeah like why aren't you happy your, your monday to thursday should be mm -hmm. just as great as your weekend no, I I, I, I love that. And you're kind of putting it in for, into perspective for me because my son is three, three and a half now. And you know what? When I made that transition into real estate from LA Fitness, I, uh, I, sp I took the year basically to work on my business, develop my database, of course, but also to be there in the most crucial times, yeah. you know, first steps, yeah. first crawl, first words, things yeah. like that. And it's very important because I think we all want to do, or we want to live this successful lifestyle. Um, you know, and a lot of people say, well, we want this certain job or we want to make X amount of money, um, you know, because they want, they want to live a certain lifestyle. But yeah. when you ask yourself why, okay, well, why do you want to live that lifestyle? Yeah, why are you doing well, it? Well, because I want all this stuff. Well, why do you want all that stuff so yep. I could look cool? Why do you want, you know, why do you want to feel cool? Uh, well, it's a confidence issue. Okay, so if you have exactly. confidence, exactly. Yes. where would that take you? you yes. know, because not everybody has a, a, a family that they want to really yep. focus on. Yep. So I, I think once you really determine your why, so for me, it's, it's not necessarily um, the financial freedom, which of course it is, but the financial freedom leads to the freedom of time yep. and enjoying that time and yep. spending it with the, with the people you love. Because as we do know, life is short. And I think once we get older, that all starts coming into perspective, right? Yeah. You, you, you nailed it on the head because, uh, you know, we're all, it's insecurity, right? It's, yep. uh, sometimes, you know, the cliche thing to say is we're chasing things that we don't even like to impress the people we don't even know for yeah. the reasons we don't even or know why. About, yeah. And it comes to the insecurity of why am I doing this? Is it to cover cover something that just really I'm insecure about? Yep. And, you know, it's temporary. Everything in life now is just temporary. You get to 1,000, you want 10,000. 10,000, you want 100,000. Mm -hmm. Whether it's followers or dollars, you just dollars, want yep. more and more and more to cover. We're never satisfied, right? But it's fulfillment. You know, yep. Jim Carrey said, uh, it's not, uh, he, he wished everyone realized wealth and fame and it's not where you get the greatest satisfaction in life. The right. greatest currency there that. is, the greatest currency there is to life is the effect you have on others. Of course. And that ties into an experience I had in January. Yep. So January, I was telling you, I went to India. Yeah. So it was a mission trip. Um, 62 chiropractors from around the world joined in India and we treated about 10,300 people wow. in three days in, in Mumbai. And ever since I got back from that trip, I'm telling you, like, my whole perspective on life changed. Um, I, I was grateful to begin with, but this thing just, like, I went over the top. I'm like, I have nothing to complain about. 
I'm just here to come back and serve and just help as many people as possible mm -hmm. after coming back from India and just seeing some of the, the conditions out there, but also the gratitude of some of these people that we treated. Like I saw reactions and, and, and emotions off people I've never seen before, not even in, you know, practicing for the short amount I have, but um, I just came back with a whole new mentality. Like I'm on this mission just to like help, help, help mm -hmm. impact people uh, through health and, mm -hmm. and mindset and wellness. Um, so that's kind of just my mission right now. And just, you know, having all these life experiences in the past seven months, um, really just opened my eyes more mm -hmm. and just made me hone in on my why because I think everyone needs to have a why but not a lot of people think about their why they just go through the flow of okay I'm going to work going home why am I doing this yeah is but then once you find out your why mm -hmm. life you just see more color to life no I, I completely agree and Selena is it is it okay if we take an earlier break because I don't want to lose this flow I want to I want to dive into that trip yeah. in India and we can we'll take a break now and then we'll we'll come back yeah. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. anything negative in the community. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, st sticking with us. Um, so before we left on the break, we are talking about your trip to India. And the reason why I wanted to take an early uh, commercial break is because I could, I could see how this story it was really a pivotal point in your life. Definitely. And just go into it, man. So f first off, how did you get this opportunity? And then maybe go from there. Yeah, uh, great. Uh, it was a great opportunity presented to me by actually the chiropractor I you know took the practice over. I yeah. still work with. He's a colleague uh, of mine, um, and I'm very uh, you know thankful and grateful that he presented me with the opportunity. Um, but there's this organization through a chiropractic college down in the states that uh, formulates this trip to India twice yeah. a year, one in Mumbai and one in Delhi, um, just to bring health professionals together to to serve to serve others right yeah. so um the opportunity was presented and um, i was on the list mm -hmm. january came by and and uh i was off to india now the funny thing is is that after i graduated chiropractic college 
my mom was really adamant in uh, taking me to India. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, as a celebration, um, the Golden Temple, which is in Amritsar, India. Um, it's, you know, it's one of the uh, uh, holy places. So she wanted me to go there just to get the blessings and everything. Um, but I never found the time to go, yeah. right? Because I was so in like work mode, mm-hmm. just like grind, grind, grind. Yeah. I just like, I, I couldn't find the time, right? And um, so th- when the opportunity presented itself, I'm like, okay, I can, this is great. I get to go back home to India. Yeah. Uh, I get to, you know, kind of fulfill my mom's uh, vision of me after, after school, but also do this amazing thing, which I never thought I would, I would do, to mm-hmm. be frank with you. And before going, I just thought, okay, I didn't really see the scale of what I was about to do. Mm-hmm. I just kind of took it for like, okay, I'm just going to go to India and we're going we're gonna to just treat people. I didn't know how many people I had an right. idea, but... Once you're there, it just changes everything because I became so present in what I was doing that I just, you know, it, um, you're kind of, I was on a high. So going back, yep. um, booked a flight to India, I was, uh, you know, got to India, landed, and um, really didn't know what I was going to expect. And last time I went to India was about 10 years ago when I was in about grade 10 or 11. So it was long overdue. Yeah. So this trip served two purposes. One mainly was for the mission trip itself, was to help people, but also go and visit a lot of my family there as well. So it was kind of a really great opportunity. Um, so when I landed, I'm like, okay, this is actually happening. Um, I'm here, landed in Mumbai. Um, there's no no sense of traffic control or anything there. Either. So I thought I was going <laughs> to pretty much die outside yeah. the airport because you know we were like this close with each other on the roads and there's no lanes <laughs> no one's making uh no one's checking their blind spots and i'm just like this the whole time like i just want to get to my hotel like oh boy so i was actually the last chiropractor to land out of uh, all the other ones there yeah. there's about 62 of them from around the world wow. um so i was the last one in and the mission trip started the next morning and i landed at about like 12 30 a.m the day of right so i didn't even have time to go to the debriefing or anything like that um, so I, uh, you know, landed, I got to my hotel and we were roomed with other chiropractors. Everyone else was asleep. So I, I came in and, you know, I was just kind of like the lights were dim, found my way to my bed. And, um, anyways, ended up falling asleep, but I was still on a high that I didn't really sleep. I was like, mm. what's just, what's happening? I'm in India. This is about to happen right yeah. now. I'm like, okay, let's do this. I had, I had no idea what was about to happen. So I, we woke up and, uh, my roommates, the other, uh, chiropractors in the room just kind of gave me a, a debrief in terms of what was going to happen. Uh, what was gonna what was gonna go on? What I missed, and then um, next thing I know, we were having breakfast downstairs at the hotel, and I saw all these other chiropractors from around the world, from from the states to Australia to uh, uh, Europe, all these places from around the world. Mm-hmm. Just got to meet people, and then next thing you know, we were on a coach bus to this um, this the uh, the fairgrounds where this this whole um, festival was happening, yeah. the amalgamation was happening because it's a it's a once in a year thing where thousands of people come to, to segregate, to, to celebrate. Yeah. And, and then we had, uh, there were tents set up on these fairgrounds for different healthcare professionals. And one was the chiropractic tent. There was other, there was a physiotherapy tent, a homeopathic tent, a general physician tent. There was different tents that people can just go to, to get, just to get checked out. It was free, right? So this was free. So we got to our tent and, um, when I walked in, there was a lineup of people already waiting outside the tent that went around the tent because apparently the chiropractic tent is the most popular tent right. in this event. Um, so I was just surprised to see a lineup going around the whole fairgrounds or the tent that the chiropractors were in. And then when we entered, there were already people lined up with, um, with trays, with candles to kind of like greet you greet, while you're right. walking in. So we're walking in and they're throwing flowers at us. We're like, we're pretty much, we were like rock stars entering <laughs> this tent. 
and you know they were they were putting like they were feeding us sweets they had the 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 tray (laughs) like literally it was like a vip rock star entrance and i'm like i'm just here to just to help people right but they treat you like god bless them they were treating us like rock stars when entering um and then i walk in i see all these tables lined up there's maybe about 30 tables lined up um so we went back all the chiropractors circled around the the table the tables and uh we just we were ready to just start like treating people on the spot wow that's crazy so thank god i had a translator with me every every chiropractor (laughs) translator with me at the table because my my hindi my punjabis it's okay but i needed someone there with me because i was i was in india right like like they're probably speaking all these different dialects Dialects, and everything so thank god i had a translator and next thing you know it was um people just started coming in there were there were uh, ushers guiding people on where to go into terms of tables and uh next you know i was just treating people treating people treating people and so what kind of what kind of people were you treating i mean was this everyday people was this you know maybe uh people in poverty or yeah it was a good mix of people actually there were some uh people in uh, maybe about you know half of them were people from poverty or you know lower class individuals they were just yeah. regular, I guess, working individuals. Yeah. There were some police officers I treated. Uh, wow. So you name it, anything and everything. Um, but pretty much, uh, yeah, just any case. You you know, it's funny because when I went to India, the typical cases that we got were a lot of low back, knee, and ankle issues mm-hmm. compared to like mostly here in, um, you know, whatever, Canada, Brampton, or in the States, whatever, we see a lot of neck, shoulder, um, yeah. low back too, but, um, you know, it was a different variation of, of conditions we saw there. And uh, people are just generally grateful, you know, because to put in perspective, people don't have much access to healthcare, whether it's India or other parts of the world. Right. It's hard for people to just walk in and get checked out. Mm-hmm. Some of these people that we treated never had any doctor or therapist or physician even, like, Ever looked at look them. at them, right? right? So for them to come to us and for us to be, like, the at the pinnacle of their, like, you know, journey, mm-hmm. I'm like... I didn't take that into consideration, right? right? So we were treating these people, and like I said, after we treated them, they like they would touch my feet. They would mm-hmm. um, like some would cry and tear up, wow. like l- things that I take for granted that I do here. For them, it was like like life changing, mm-hmm. and I may never see them again. Right. But through that one interaction I had with like a patient or or a, a mother and her, her son or whatever, like it could it changed their life, changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, man, this might have just changed their whole life. Maybe they're able to walk better again or that headache or neck pain that they just had, like they don't have it anymore. I don't know, right? I'll, I might never not see them again, but just to know that I just had some type of impact yeah. on their life, but even for them to have an impact on my life was like just life-changing. I never had that experience before in my short uh, you know, career as a mm-hmm. chiropractor, but it's something that I want to do every year. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, right. You were saying it is an annual... Annual of- event, Yeah twice a year um so i'm hoping to go back next january yeah you know it's completely volunteer right? completely volunteer so you know i just pay, i pretty much just paid for my um my plane ticket my visa but once i got there they just took care of you mm-hmm. yeah it was just like you know it felt really taken care of very grateful for the opportunity and um yeah i just wish everyone yeah. can experience what i experienced cause, well that's what yeah. i was gonna say because even in in real estate i had the opportunity to go help um a village it, it was a mastermind for realtors so we were masterminding together on digital marketing um, you know video marketing things like that but during the day we would um, help build houses so yeah. we'd all volunteer and help build houses I didn't take that opportunity um, a, a bunch of my colleagues did so what would you say for somebody's looking uh, or who's, who's watching and listening um, that are looking to you know kind of take advantage of an opportunity like that 
what would you say to them? Find it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, just like whatever you can do to network and just, um, you know, sometimes we go through our phones and we see these opportunities, but we never really take action on them or, you know, social media or the, or the cab or the, the TV, like, or you know somebody with the story, like, just ask, like, hey, how do I get involved? Uh, or just, you know, nowadays Google, like, opportunity, yeah. f- volunteer, mm. serve, like, whatever you got to do, you got to experience it because, um, you know, um, I think we get so caught up in doing our jobs, our work, but once you go volunteering or, you know, spend a day at a retirement home mm-hmm. or, you know, Christmas time, you got a soup kitchen or whatever, it just changes you. Like, you know, it just really, it humbles you, gratifies you, and um, I think everyone just needs to experience it. Mm-hmm. Take time, right? Find, yeah. the, find the time. That's great. Yeah. I, that's great, man. Because honestly, like you, would, I have so many friends that have done something similar with help building houses, you know, bring clean water to villages and things like that. And they just say the same thing. It's yeah. completely life altering and it, and it changes you. Um, so we're going to take our, our last break here for the day. And uh, we're going to talk about how important health is uh, into becoming a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. Okay, and we're back. Thanks again, guys, for sticking with me. Um, So we're talking about off-air... you know how important it is because uh, i was looking through your instagram man you're in good shape you're in good shape man and and you know what like and i i have a personal relationship with this uh, a battle if you want to call it i used to be in such such good shape such good shape like uh we were 178 pounds 10 percent body fat i was raw raw vegan for about six to eight months never felt better in my life uh, and then the business started picking up my son i don't want to i'm not trying to create excuses for myself but I allowed myself, like I still play hockey every day, but I find that if you're not matching that with a healthy diet, mm-hmm. it, it clouds your mind. Yeah. I mean, even on this podcast, you know, I, I find myself, I'm not as articulate as I once was. And yeah. I think it all stems down to diet and health. So um, obviously that's your field of expertise. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how important health is to becoming successful or l- at least living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, it, it, it's everything. You know, mental clarity is something that I need and I, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners or CEOs, whatever you name it, clarity of your mind and being sharp yeah. is crucial for decision-making, for your perspective, being optimistic, um, all these things mentally, 
uh, come from you being f- taking care of yourself. Yeah, so for agreed. me, I can't take care of my patients or my business if I'm not in the right frame of mind. So I have a very strict routine that I developed over the past year and a half now um, that requires me waking up super ridiculous early. That's crazy for a lot of people. Um, getting in my, my workout every day, and I'm talking seven days a week, um, not going hard on some days, but I need to be at the gym. Just yeah. the mentality of me yeah. stepping into the gym every day is a checklist for me uh, for my day. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Some days I'll go hard, but I'll, I'll have my rest days, which are typically light days, but I need to be in the gym, right? Yeah. Um, and then having a proper routine of, of meditation um, as well as uh, clean eating and water intake, mm-hmm. deep breathing, yeah. all the integrated really just sets the pace for my day and me knowing that I had a head start to accomplishing everything I need to do to take care of myself so mm-hmm. now I can serve others yeah. and my business. Because when I, when I feel, cl- like I said, cloudy, Mm-hmm. having yeah. a foggy mind you just can't think clearly you can't see clearly and then you know that clouds over your head literally and uh you know then positivity kind of loses itself and you're not optimistic anymore so mm-hmm. uh feeling good about yourself mentally and physically it just reflects your business as well if, if it reflects totally you as a agree. person but your business is a reflection of who you are yeah. and if you're not unorganized or if you're just not motivated or you know you're not energetic then your business is going to reflect that whatever you do so you got to make sure you take care of yourself mm-hmm. uh before you you take that out on anything right. else, right? I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but if anybody's listening to this right now or watching live, um, download the app Headspace because uh, I have uh, I've always been told, uh, the doctors told me ADD from a very young age, I uh, had so much trouble focusing. Meditation yeah. for me, um, I just thought I could not do it. And if yeah. you download the app Headspace, we're not sponsored by Headspace or anything, um, but it, it, it even allows you to help meditate for even five minutes. Yeah. And and when you're li- it says it's okay. Listen, you yeah. hear cars driving by. Exactly. That's fine. Yep. Come back now. You know yep. what I mean. So yep. how important was meditation um, to you? Yeah. So usually we think of meditation. You know, it's become more of a more of a thing now. But you ask someone about meditation ten years ago, it used to be like a hippie thing. Like, yeah. Oh, you meditate. Oh, you do uh, mindfulness. Like it wasn't. It was kind of looked down on, or it wasn't really like the norm now. But now meditation is simply getting your mind right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, meditation is not some big thing that you have to do 20 minutes of or really like, you know, yeah. say like these mantras, whatever you can, but it's really just closing your mind and blocking out the whole world and just focusing within your body. Yeah. Just kind of reset the body for literally 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes, listen to your breath, and just really refocus inside because there's so yeah. much noise outside. You, sometimes you just got to block out all that noise and just focus yeah. on who am I, um, being present. Totally um, agree. You got to be also grateful. So taking a second to, to say, hey, I'm just thankful to be alive right now. I'm breathing. I'm well. L- let's carry on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Just to remember that it actually changes your body chemically. There's a natural yeah. physiological yeah. change in your body when you start to really br- breathe deeply, uh, have gratitude. It changes your brain yeah. chemistry. Gratitude is huge. It increases your serotonin levels, like those feel-good hormones, and it actually just really helps you internally, not yeah. just like mentally, but physiologically. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your blood levels, your cortisol levels, like we can go we can go that route if you want, talking about science, because there's science to prove it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But just, I think it's just really crucial. And you don't have to begin with, you know, five, 10 minutes hardcore, just 30 seconds, right? Just yeah. hone in, meditate, and go carry on. Well, what I found, what I found really helped, um, and even if you don't download the Headspace, go to YouTube and type guided yeah. meditations. Yeah. So one of the, one of the routines that I like to do is I'll start from my hair, essentially, mm-hmm. and I'll just physically 
think about my head, my eyes, my nose, my shoulders, my hands on my on my legs, yeah. and then go right into my toes. And that little quick routine, like you said, thirty seconds, 30 seconds. It, it it can it can drastically change your whole day. It changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how important in, in in relation to what you do and how you help clients? I mean, how important is you know a, a healthy back and spine and, yeah. and all those things like because i've i'll be completely honest uh i think we just got benefits and i think we may, might have a couple hundred bucks at mm-hmm. chiropractic but <laughs> I've, I've never been yeah you know my wife steps on my back sometimes but, yeah yeah but, so how important is that i'd love to try it by the way yeah no, well to put it in a nutshell when you experience any type of pain pain is like the end result of something already happening yeah. Uh, unless you get hit by a car or like someone like slashes you or whatever, <laughs> that, that's immediate pain. But when you start feeling, your body talks to you and it talks to you usually to, through two ways, aches and then an excruciating pain. The aches are like the whisper, yep. like, hey, hey, Andrew, something, something's going on, mm-hmm. something's going on. And then the pain is like, hey, you're, you're, you're messed up now. You, yeah. you got to go see somebody, right? So the body communicates to you and you, it's important for you to listen and just kind of tune into what you're feeling. And then sometimes we neglect that and just kind of be like, oh, it's just whatever. But it's kind of like a toothache or like, you know, you feel a toothache coming, but you just kind of neglect it till, you know, time passes mm-hmm. on. And okay, yeah. then you really got to go. So kind of like pain as well. Um, it's the end result of something already happening. So um, you got to just keep listening in. And for me, in terms of what I do, um, in terms of chiropractic, you know, our bread and butter is obviously the spine, the nervous system, the muscles, the joints, mm-hmm. and how they all integrate into the overall performance and function of the body. The body's all connected. Uh, everything is connected to something else, um, you know. But uh, your neurological system controls much, most of your body to begin mm-hmm. with. Your brain, your spinal cord, and your nervous system. Um, but my job is just to mas- basically make sure that you're functioning um, at your your optimal potential and um, uh, maximizing that as well. So part of my four pillars of health uh, that I integrate in terms of my my plan of care for patients are simple things that we take for granted: water. Yep. sleep, nutrition, and exercise. Right. So those those four things, if you can plug into your lifestyle, um, it's just going to drastically change your whole life, I yeah. think. And they're simple. Mm-hmm. Well, because we were talking before we started the show, I mean, everything that you just listed in those four pillars is essentially free. Essentially, yeah. To, to, to some respect. To some respect, yeah. in, in, Inexpensive at least. Yeah. Very easy for somebody to, you know, just kind of break down systematically uh, into, you know, just a little bit of a, an agenda for the day, right? Yeah. Check, check, check. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, first thing I tell my patients most of the time is have a, a glass of water by your bed ready in the morning mm-hmm. uh, to really kind of like just flush out your body to begin your day, right? Yeah. So, you know, water is like the, the oil or lubrication for your body just to kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. 70% of your body is, you know, your brain, your muscles are water, right? So any type of dehydration or, uh, you know, lack of water intake can affect Anything from your energy levels to clarity to concentration, mental focus, okay. right? So we talked about that being mentally clear and just your muscles being um, hydrated, like mm-hmm. you know, like a wet sponge, so to speak. Um, so having water intake every hour, having a glass of water or buying a two-liter bottle of water and yep. just making sure that's finished throughout the day—that's crucial. Um, sleep is just getting into a proper sleep pattern. I know mm-hmm. it's hard because of whatever we're dealing with, but sleep is so crucial because that's where all the recovery and magic happens, yeah. right? Uh, neurological rewiring, your muscles, um, you know, growing stronger, just really flushing out your body and just kind of getting you charged for the day. It's like your battery charge. Um, so shutting off electronics but one to two hours before bed is, is important because yeah, that's big. for your that's brain right? So for, for men especially, you know, your testosterone growth hormone levels peak when you're sleeping. 
right? So if you go to the gym for two hours and crush a workout, but you're not going home and sleeping properly, yeah. throw that workout away because right. your, your your hormone levels are not going to be growing, like, you know, helping you grow. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, that's crucial. And then um, exercise, simplest forms, guys, like 20 minutes walking, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, literally, like, you can find ways to do it for free. Mm-hmm. You just need your body. And then nutrition, you know, nowadays it's contradictory with like healthy eating being more expensive than, you know, the cheap food, but it's an investment, right? Yeah. We think of health as an expense, but it's totally like you want to be, you want to drive like a Ferrari, you know, you got to, you got to feel your body right, mm-hmm. right? You want to feel good, you got to do it. So I can tell you 10 things that you're probably doing in your lifestyle right now that you can cut money on that can be invested more into your body. Oh, totally. Agree. And it's, and it's going to thank you later on. Yeah, because at, at LA Fitness, when uh, we would, hand over our clients to the personal training department that's the first step because everybody always says i don't have money for personal training yeah. i don't have money and and that's okay you know personal training in terms of a financial standpoint may not be for everybody that's true but if we break down what you're you're and i'll say wasting money on you yeah. know that extra coffee a day um yeah. you know the junk food the eating out etc there's mm-hmm. always ways to you know cut costs in order to live a healthier lifestyle but honestly thanks man i really appreciate that dr bahai thank you so much for tuning in with us guys i really appreciate it so plug yourself feel free to where, where can our audience find you uh instagram dr bahai so dr dot b-h-a-y-e-e that's my instagram uh facebook i'm at dr bahai at intelligent health group and uh, uh, those are the main two ones yeah. right now, yeah. Yeah, and uh, where's your office if anybody's local? Yeah, it's at 110 Brickyard Way, unit number 10. So that's just at Main Street and uh, here, Ontario. And I'm there pretty much every day. Every day. Yeah, I'm good. After the workouts and the, you know. The yeah, it's either the breakfast. gym or the clinic. Those are the two <laughs> places. And bed. Those yeah. are the three places I'm at. Okay, well, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate Thank it. You. Guys, Thank we'll you. see you next week, Tuesday at 10 a.m. anything negative in the community.